Alright, we recording right now. Shit. Oh, okay. Goddamn. Well, uh, we just gonna go ahead and kick, kick the shit. <laughs> if, if, you, if you're tuning in. Goddamn it. Um, It's been a minute. That It has. It really has been a minute. It's, it's been a minute. But, uh, just in case you were wondering, this is <laughs> the Bill Podcast. Welcome. God, God damn it, welcome. welcome. Hey, man. My so, name uh, is CJ Hunter, a.k.a. CJ Huh. My name is Kyle Alexander, a.k.a. The Ox Cord, The Whisperer. Um, man, we back. Uh, hey, this this one right here going to be audio only. We, uh, we know, you know what I'm saying? We in the current setting up of the Bill Studios North. Mm-hmm. And then we resetting up the Bill Studios South. You know what I'm saying? We've we've had a lot fucking going on. So, uh, man, I mean, y'all know, (laughs) like, because y'all been asking us, you know, yeah, like, no, yeah, y'all doing great shit. Yeah, cool, great, man. I love what you're doing. Bet I see you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all doing events and shit now. Yeah. But fuck all that. What about the podcast, nigga? Like I ain't got nothing. To, I ain't got nothing to listen to while I work out. Man, I ain't got nothing to listen to while I'm on them long drives, man. What about yeah. that fucking podcast? Yeah, for sure, for sure. We in a we in a season now, y'all, where um, we are no longer in a place where um, we are, you know, putting off our original stuff. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Real so, uh, you know, in order to. You know, start to gain the the reputation that we we're, we're currently gaining. You know, we have to put some shit to the side. Now we were still doing it under the name of the build, right? But mm-hmm. um, you know, we 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 back on our shit. So, um, I can't wait for us to you know have everything set up so y'all get audio and, and and visual and visual. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, um, but yeah, uh. Uh, church announcements. Um, so my 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 brother, um, he's out here in these streets <laughs> with this DJ and shit, man. And um, you know, y'all have needs for DJs. Go ahead and you know either holler at Cobb or holler at myself mm-hmm. about booking them. Yeah. Um, this nigga got big shit going on. Some somebody about somebody will get right to you for sure. They will get right with you for sure. For sure. Um, other church announcements. Uh, from my ox to yours is is back and better than ever on you hoes. And so, um, y'all need to be looking out for my brother. Uh, putting out episodes of, of from my ox to yours, from my ox to yours live. Um. Just the whole joint, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Y'all need to, uh, you know, get 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 on top of that and stay and and, and stay listening. Um, then we got the wellness corner. Now, some of y'all, you know, may not know what the wellness corner is. Um, for those of y'all who have already been supporting it, I appreciate you. That is my own personal branding, uh, brand. Uh, the wellness corner, you know, as y'all know, I've been dealing with, you know, lupus for a, a decade plus. And, uh, you know, when I had COVID, 
it fucked off my kidneys. Yeah. And uh, upon, you know, having to go to dialysis, I I really uh, ran into some 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 problems and, and seen some things that made me feel compelled to, you know, start the Wellness Corner. Uh, and it is a community of advocacy and, and education and resources for people who suffer from, you know, chronic illness, chronic pain, disease, and those who support people, you know, like family members, friends, and uh, spouses. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, a quick thing on that. People who reach out and be like, hey, man, I see your brother starting a wellness corner. Man, I want to be a part of it. I got a product. First of all, my brother, my brother's not your fucking guinea pig. <laughs> like, we need some scientific studies. Man. We need some shit. Like, man, bro, I'm telling you the shit I got, man. Clinically tested. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck what y'all talking about, man. Y'all not just finna have my brother in here just trying some shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stop that shit, dog. Please sure. and thank you. Nah, I appreciate, I appreciate that. Nah, <laughs> like, for sure. But, um, yeah, and then, you know, uh, you know, out of encouragement from you know from my from my brother, uh, both Cobb and uh, Fat Boy, um, I started the Wellness Corner podcast. Um, so yeah, y'all, like we 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 are just two young black men trying to make it. Trying to get, trying to get some some wealth, so niggas can sit the fuck down. Somewhere. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, nigga. Yeah, just creating our space. You yeah. know what I'm saying, creating our space. You know, and we so we appreciate all of the support that y'all have already been giving us on our individual endeavors. You know what I'm saying, because um, you know you don't have to, and and so you know I'm very grateful for all of that. Uh, nigga, nigga, just grateful to you know, be able to, to record again and, and, and get back on our, our shit. Real talk. Um, for real, for real. Last church announcement. Um, And the reason why is none of y'all business. But <laughs> Cobb and I are no longer a part of the rhythm section. Okay. Okay. Um, don't ask us why. Don't ask us what's, well, well, you know, is is y'all is the homie gonna still continue that we don't know? That ain't none of our business. <laughs> um, so don't come asking us about when the next one is. If you need to, um, it's at Mackie HTX and at the rhythm section HTX. We gonna this is our first time saying it. <laughs> and when we, you know, what I'm saying when we get back to doing audio and video, we probably gonna have to repeat ourselves. For sure, for sure. But just know this: no need to ask us about the shit. Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> what, you, what, you, what you, what you, what you got, what you got up, bro? Because I know this, this finna be a topic. And and before my brother introduces this shit, I need you to, you know, brace yourselves, <laughs> niggas. Okay, we I, we need you to brace yourselves, cause shit, y'all gonna this 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 is a very touchy. This gonna be a very touchy subject. So, man, I, okay, so cause I got a I got a bunch of topics in my head right now. Uh, What's, I'm I'm, ta- I'm talking about the uh, black excellence. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Hey, All right, man. cool. So so we'll start we'll start with that one. Yeah. So um shout out to uh F D Signifier on YouTube. He's one of my um one of my favorite YouTube channels. He does like video essays about different topics and like he kind of breaks down like the, the stereotypes and tropes that we carry, you know what I'm saying, as black people. And one of the things that he covered was black excellence, black excellence. And he did it through the view of Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was very interesting that he did it from the view of Barack Obama because I felt like Barack Obama was, um, he was kind of like the, the picture perfect, hey man, black people can do this too. And like, this is black excellence. Mm -hmm. And, um, as you know, as we've kind of navigated our way through, you know what I'm saying, through the Obama administration and then following that, the Trump administration. And then, you know, during, uh, COVID it was, you know, the, the assassination of George Floyd, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. All of those things in in the culmination of what we have now is like black excellence. I just felt like black excellence doesn't actually unify, it separates. <clears throat> because like black excellence kind kinda um it man, it's it's just so layered because black ex excellence separates you from black people because it's like, hey, I do this unique thing and I want to be recognized for this unique thing right. and not my blackness, right? Right, right. And um and it also gives it gives um it gives weight to you have to be 10 times as better to get half as much. Right. And the reason it gives weight to that is because like when we we've been told that mm -hmm. and then as we pass that on to our children what we never address is a system that's fucked up to make to, to make, make things like that, that that way yeah we never address like hey stop you're doing 10 times the work just to get half that is a problem yeah that's a big problem that is a and, it, and it's not just our and problem you, it's a it's a systematic and, problem and you shouldn't settle for that no not at all you know that's not something that you know you just be like, oh, shit, that's just the way it is. Like, I know I know that, you know, as your children grow up, you're not going to teach them to just accept some shit as just the way it is, and neither am I. Um, you uh, you said that, you know, black excellence is layered. Um, can you explain, like, you know, two or three of those layers? Okay, so um, black excellence is... Um, or oh, what is the criteria? it's it's layer it's layer because it, it it on one level it just ties into the tropes of us being dumb and us being minimized in general like right. man so you know so that's the top layer that's the top layer okay. so you know what I'm saying on, on that layer it's like damn it's a black doctor it's like well nigga we smart <laughs> like, like like you know yeah, what I'm saying like yeah. <laughs> let's celebrate this black doctor let's celebrate this black lawyer let's celebrate. Um, let's celebrate this black person that is doing something that may be um, tied to tied to European success, right? Mm, okay. So, okay. so it's just like, well, this is what they told us to be, right? And this is a black person who made that, yeah. And once again, this is not based off like we've never got gotten to choose our identity or yeah. or the things that that or what success looks like what success looks like for, for us. us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Gotcha. Okay. On that level. So then, 
the second layer. Like, the, the second layer is amongst ourselves, mm-hmm. we become, um, and yes, I know that, you know, black bourgeoisie and, you know what I'm saying, the pros and cons of good, the bad and the ugly of that, like right. it's always existed. Right. But I feel like more, it is, it, it is always existed, but blackness was at the forefront. Mm-hmm. And I think at black excellence, like, yes, black is first in the name, but just celebrate my excellence. Mm-hmm. Like, I ain't with that nigga shit. Like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. I, I ain't with that nigga shit. So like, then that, that, that speaks to the... So do you think that that makes folks who, like, adhere to the black excellence trope, are they, like, separatists? Like, don't view me... Like I'm the nigga that I always say I'm not like the rest of them. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, oh, okay. that person. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. And it's just in, and we we kind of operate in a, in a space where, man. Well, for us, when I when I when I say this, we operate in a space where like I'm excellent, but I fuck with that nigga shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Like, for like, sure. It's. I, like yes, man. Celebrate, celebrate my success, celebrate my accomplishments. Yes, but also celebrate my blackness as well. Mm-hmm. Like because you know what I'm saying. What that boy Nas said, I'ma just sag my pants just to make the white folks feel uncomfortable. For sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. And then give me one more. And then that, the the third layer is is like, you know what we are, what we are passing on to generations. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um. The be ten times better to get half as much. The um pull yourself up by the bootstrap. Mm. The um and 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 like you know what I'm saying. And what people don't understand is like when we talk about like man, I'm getting it out the mud. That is the same rhetoric. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like and not saying and not looking for a village to be a part of, so you don't have to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And like and we not getting we're not getting the um. Hell, we're not even building villages. It's just like, man, I'm I'm because I'm because I'm black and I'm excellent, I don't see the excellence in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it just it just becomes a, a whole like snowball effect, like a slippery slope, if you will. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Of like, hey man, like what are we feeding to the next generation? And if we continue to um if we continue to do this, like what what happens to the villages that breed of Martin Luther King. What happens to the villages that breed a Malcolm X? What happens to a village to the villages that breed just just uh, Ava Duvernay? Ava Duvernay. You know what I'm saying? Like, what happens here. to those villages that do that that do that? Like, yeah. When we talk about creators and and if everybody's just like, man, I'm gonna do my thing and you know I'm gonna be excellent over here and I'm gonna do my thing so that nobody ever assumes that I'm. I'm a nigga. You know what I'm saying? And in, in like we talk about we talk about the word nigga, right? And I know that's a big thing too, but we nobody wants to be a nigga, but don't nobody else want nobody to say the word nigga. And like, but at the same time, y'all talking about well, we re- redefined it for ourselves. But if we redefined it for ourselves and it mean the same thing, did we redefine it? Mm. Did we did we redefine it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, okay. So I got I got a lot of opinions about this shit. Um uh first and foremost, uh what I don't like is that the black excellence trope 
and and what that what that ends up doing to us internally as black people mm-hmm. is it is it we go right back to house negro versus field negro <laughs> super facts because here's the and and this this perception that um because like what what black excellence does is is it separates us you know in in more than one sense right like of course there's the the separatist viewpoint of hey i ain't like the rest of them yeah now once once you have the i ain't like the rest of them i'm now looking down upon you based on what i feel like success looks looks like and what it should be yeah right so you know uh black excellence be, be begins a a lot of comparison a lot of me you know this group of people versus this group of people you know light skin versus dark skin um you know i i have a a a degree from an hbcu and you into a pwi yeah you know what i'm saying um or you know you're you're just a teacher and 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 i'm an entrepreneur yeah the the trope of you know if you ain't if you ain't your own boss then you ain't shit yeah like all like there's a lot of 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 ability to separate folks and categorize folks you know uh because everybody is you know defining success and what that looks like for themselves and and that ends up becoming a problem because the the to add on to that is you know everybody talks all the time about how black people aren't a monolith and to a degree that's a problem yeah because you know what what black excellence does is it also takes on you know different different political views different views you know saying from a social standpoint you know i.e um you know uh i i know plenty of you know white people you know and you know you uh, uh you know people that are against like stuff like affirmative affirmative action yeah you know, different different things like that. Or you, or you, you know, what I'm saying in my in my case, you get the you get the black person that wants it to be known that I listen to white music. Facts. And I'm, I'm well know, versed in the, white the, music. The, the you black, know, what I'm saying the black person that wants it to be known that they only date black I mean, white men, women or, or white men. Yeah, for you sure. Know what for I'm sure. saying, um, and and so you know that's that's one part of it. Like like that the idea that. This black excellence trope, man, like it leaves so much room for separation uh, among ourselves. And then the second thing is like, yo, the amount of pressure that we are that we are under that you know what I'm saying that that, that we undertake now um, because of what what black excellence uh, is defined as. You know, and you know the 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 pathway by which somebody, you know, must take to get there. You know, um, we're already dealing with with a society, and you know, or in uh, in a in a, a federal government whereby the economy is just, uh, you know, is kind of topsy turvy right now. Yeah. You know, uh, um, inflation is freaking ridiculous. Uh, the price the price of things, um. 
first and foremost, this high ass fucking gas prices, the you know what I'm saying the price of you know food and and other goods and services, <laughs> just simple shit. You know what I'm saying, just like basic things that we need in our lives. You know those things have 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 gone up, and so the 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 pressure to you know make more money. You know the pressure. You know if you don't if it, you know you you're a broke boy, if if you know you're you don't have seven streams of income mm-hmm. it's no longer enough you know and we talking about just the judgment part of it. yeah like this is no longer enough for you to 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 only um be a photographer you got to be a photographer a videographer you got to sell merch you gotta you know what i'm saying you got to do all of these things you know on on top of what you do in order to be to be considered excellent you know yeah um, and, and, and like what people don't realize that that ties into is like when people when entities whether they be um just corporations in general no matter who they ran by when they gain the understand understanding of like man black people really run this shit yeah how do like I felt like they inserted black excellence and like, hey, this is how we get them to do more than one thing. For sure. Because it used to be like, man, if homie was a carpenter, he was a great carpenter, that's all he and did. And that was cool. And that was it was okay. And we understood like, man, he and take everybody he take came his, to him for he, it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he came to his family, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Now you telling that carpenter, like, man, not only are you a carpenter, but hey, bro, I need you to be a content creator as well. Man, yes. man, I need you to be, you know what I'm saying? And if you if you're gonna be a carpenter, man, I need you to know a little bit about plumbing too. For sure. And I need you, I need you to know a little bit about electric electricity mm-hmm. too, man. Like And now now you have to become a jack of all trades. And it becomes too like, man, if I wanted to be an artist, I used to just be like, I could be a rapper, I could be an artist, I could get with a producer, I could be great at what I do. Nah, man, you can't just be a rapper, man. You gotta be an actor, man. Ain't no money in this. Ain't no money in that. And and that's that. That also becomes like a trick too. Is like, man, like black excellence is so so much tied to a dollar. Yeah, and and that is and seeing that in in comes the pressure. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, right now, black millennials, regardless of your you know your socioeconomic status, your education level. Or, or whatever, like man, we're 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 more anxious than any other, you know, generation. We're dealing with depression more. We're dealing with more debt. We're dealing with you know having to be a generation who is being looked to by Gen Xers, uh, Boomers, mm-hmm. and the generation behind us. Facts. Um, you know, to fix things, and so the 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 pressures of that. You know, this generation, we're, you know, through under this black excellence trope, is being crushed. Yeah, we're 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 literally being mentally, emotionally, and psychologically um, crushed. Which is why, you know, I I, I to a degree push back uh, on people when they say, you know, well, millennials um today man y'all they want things handed to them or they just do what the hell they feel like uh some you know all of the all of those things when it comes down to like saying that you know essentially we don't want to work hard or yeah. we want things given to us or whatever the case may be and it's just like well i i think we're like that is the rebellion within us saying hey 
fuck with y'all, you know what I'm saying, on like this hustle and grind culture, which is also tied to yeah. excellence. You know, the hustle and, and, and grind. I mean, like if you literally take the 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 literal definition of the words and phrases that we use and then the spirit thereof like you, we are literally disintegrating we are destroying ourselves to make a dollar because number one you know dealing with not having enough money in society at large is one thing yeah right but to then go back home to your own you know people and and now having not having enough money you're being judged you're not you know if you're a man and you're in that situation you're not worthy of love you know what I'm saying you're a broke boy you're made fun of you you know all of the things even though we know all of the things that go into you know um the the destruction of black men there's still the pressure yeah. of I gotta you know have this amount of money or you know um uh, and 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 this black excellence, black bourgeoisie trope goes goes so far back. Like I I watched a clip where um Steve Harvey said that he went on a date with a woman, who you know was was highly degreed, right? And he on this date and she was like, well, what is your educational background? And he was like, shit, school. <laughs> and you know she was she, she, she you know so very judgy and yeah. you know, talk to him in a very condescending way you know well you know you don't have any sort of degrees at all like all you did was you know go to school and you you pledged and and quit you know how what are you how are you supposed to have any sort of success yeah. you know with without the without having a degree and then he paused and he was like ta-da like, we, <laughs> like you know what i'm saying and it's so and and and, and it's just like watching that clip after you know having the initial conversation with you about it i was just like bro like yeah it's really people and obvious. you know and, and that's kind of like like overlooking because black excellence is only like a our iteration of what the black bourgeoisie is right yeah. and so um Man, I I think about it and I kind of like I I want to, but I don't I don't know if it's it's correct and maybe we could kind of work through this real quick. I think the difference between the black bourgeoisie and this black excellence trope is is the black bourgeoisie was doing it for what they felt at the time would be best for the progression of black people, right. not just the bourgeoisie black people, but right. black people as a whole. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, there, hey, there was a sense of greater responsibility and duty to people who would probably never be a part of yes that that high society. And 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 it may be and it may be on some fuck shit that they thought just because they had bread and influence and resources that they can make those decisions for everybody. Right. Right. That that's like fucked up within itself. Oh, yeah. But oh, yeah. um the fact that they thought of everybody in there. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? There was there was still like a a, a selflessness, you know, you, in that in that situation you gotta look at the intention. Yeah. You know. And and considered what we what we were up against at the time when these things start to because what will we end up getting out of that is civics clubs right you know what i'm saying super neighborhoods right. and stuff like that like that's what end up, ends up coming out of those things right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so and they were up they were up against the wall yeah. so you know what i'm saying like and, and i know 
a lot of times, especially with the with the generation behind us, they like to go back and in hindsight be like, man, that's fucked up that they thought they can make decisions for everybody. But it's like, man, if you add context, if they don't make that decision, we don't get. Which is which is why that that whole we're not a monolith and we don't think monolithically is a problem. Yeah, it is. It is a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like that the the whole concept of I am because we are is what made you know the 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 what helped the survival of all black people under the. I guess you would call it the tutelage or the influence of the black bourgeoisie yeah. as they move throughout society. Yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? And then that's where we get the, hey, man, um, you know, we all finna go to college. Yeah. No matter what, man, we I'm finna, I'm finna break my back <sighs> at this iron mill. I don't want you working at this iron mill and I'm finna go to college. Yes, that was a decision that they made. Mm-hmm. That was a decision that they stuck with and it kind of it kind of got us somewhere for a little bit. Oh, yeah. For, yeah, for, for, a for a little bit, you know you what know, I'm saying? From from you know, I I would I would say from you know, through probably like the the fifties up until about you know the mid eighties. Yeah, and I would even venture to say you know there were some people who were able to be the exception to the rule in the nineties. Yeah, but. I don't know. Past what? What? When did when did Big get killed? Was it ninety seven? Ninety seven. Because I was in my mind, I was thinking ninety five. I, I was about to say past ninety. I mean, like anything past ninety seven. That whole it get, it get wicked. Yeah, <laughs> it get and wicked. We, and, and 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 us millennials, um, you know, we you know we we be we are being inundated with all of these images of. Of HBCU paraphernalia, and you know what it, what how important it is to go to college, and you know, uh, fortunately for some, and unfortunately for others, we fell for the banana in the tailpipe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I was literally having a conversation, you know, with one of my old teachers yesterday about the fact that they keep they continuously move the goalpost, and my and my my question is. Like, damn, like for the Gen Xers, because Gen Xers are the last ones that really found some, like some benefit, benefit, right? Yeah. Like, because, okay, like you take, you take Fatboy, for example, right? Fatboy graduated from, uh, from high school, nine, five, nine, six, right? So that means that if he would have went and got a 40 year degree and the uh, other folks in his generation, that means niggas was graduating from from college and really benefited from it uh, within the Gen X generation from what was that? What do you say? Ninety eight yeah. to about oh two. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think yeah, because I want to say by the time oh four happened, oh four I'm in high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then that's when things are kind of. That's when I'm having thoughts. I know for sure of like. I ain't really think about just being an athlete, like when think about college seriously as mm-hmm. a, as a hey man, even if I don't go to the league, I need to go to college mm-hmm. to go hitting to get a degree to so I can be some in the world. Yeah. I ain't start having that thoughts about my junior year. Because as we because as we see the landscape and 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 this is just my point of view. My point of view is from a a in high school, by this time I'm in the suburbs. 
So I'm seeing black people living in the suburbs, and I'm seeing white folks. I'm seeing Mexicans, Asians, everybody. Right? I mean, I'm in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. What I'm seeing is like the living conditions for black folks really ain't no different. Right. Then if we was in the hood or the suburbs, like niggas is really scraping pennies together, yeah. trying to make trying to make ends meet so because that I can get idea because I can gain this education because yeah. this will this will make me excellent, right? Yeah. And so and but as um as I as I begin to go and as I begin to explore this new bubble that I'm in, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo pops do what? Oh, he ain't go to college? Yo pops did what? Mm-hmm. Oh man, haha, we cracking jokes. Yo pops the line, man. Mm-hmm. Not really understanding, bro. Yo house bigger than all of ours. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I'm gaining this understanding to like, oh man, like it's is like niggas is really making a way out here. Like folks is really like this college thing may not be it. Right. Huh. And so man. you know what I'm saying? Going and my parents are like late boomers, right? Right, right. Mm-hmm. So telling a late boomer. Hey man, I don't think this college shit for me. Yeah. And then the fear in their eyes of the of me living in a world without a degree is insane to them. Yeah, yeah. My mom, my mom is the middle, mid-range boomer, and I couldn't imagine telling Sharon Penny, like, <laughs> hey yo. Ah. You know what I'm saying? Bro, like, I remember dropping out of, <laughs> I remember dropping out of school. Before I remember, before I dropped out of out of school, out of college, I remember throwing a party, and I remember coming home with the money, and my pops trying to convince me, like, man, people been throwing parties, this ain't gonna last. Like people, people been throwing parties. I'm like, well, if people been throwing parties, maybe this is a thing. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, (laughs) me trying to navigate the place of, like, you got to be excellent. You, you know what I'm saying? We've we've done such such and so forth. And, like, this is what your ancestors done. And everybody make a way. Mm -hmm. And we Mm -hmm. did all of these sacrifices so you can be better in a better place. Oh, God. And it's just like, well. Heard that before. You, damn, you ain't make no sacrifice so I can make my own decisions? Man. (laughs) Like. Yeah, because for a lot of people, um. Black excellence or just excellence in in general is is a one way. This is the this is the path that you must take type of thing, and it's just like like when we when we talk about when I talk to my parents when I talk to my parents my aunt uncle when I talk to them about man me being a parent in twenty twenty two they they like. How the fuck did you do? How the fuck are you doing this? Because like, we go out. Yeah, we enjoy ourselves. Right. We live a life outside of our life. children. Yeah, yeah. We live a life outside of our hell. We live a life outside of our blackness. Like we live a life as human beings. Sure. That man, we enjoy this, so we're going to do this, mm-hmm. and we're gonna unapologetically do it. Right. We're not gonna. We're not gonna not do it because this is how it look, and we're representing a whole race of people. Like we not. Yeah. We don't get caught up into that. You know yeah, what I'm y'all, saying? Y'all don't take on that pressure. And I feel like That's as all mil- it is. like when when people describe us as like lazy millennials, it, it gets. It's just like fam. Like we just not finna. One, we not just finna sacrifice. 
But because we are the children that pissed y'all off, we know, hey, I'm not finna sacrifice my whole life so that this, so I can make this, this my child do something that they end up may not even want to do, and I'm heartbroken. For sure. Why put myself through that? Yeah. Like me seeing, I feel like me doing what I want to do, and my child seeing it. Oh man, like he doing what he want to do. Like Casey see me DJ. Yeah. He see, you know what I'm saying? He sees me on a computer. He sees me, he sees me doing different stuff. He sees me, he didn't see me the pictures that I take. And he understands, like, oh, like, I can really there's do an anything. Idea. Yeah, yeah, there's an idea. And then so when he comes to me and he's 16, he's just like, man, hey, this is something that I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then I, I sit and ask him, I say, is this something that you want to do as a hobby? Or do you want to monetize on it? Indeed. And if you and understand that if you want to monetize on it, this will ruin this for you. Yeah, it will. <laughs> After a while. It will. It, and, and that's just what it is. And the understanding of like, of yeah. that. You, you're going to have to find something else that you love to do <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily need you to monetize. Yeah. For sure. And then, you know what I'm saying? Then we get to a place of like, man, that's, that's another thing is, well, I want to do this because I love it and I don't really care about the money. Boomer parents, oh, that no, was yeah, blowing don't. their fucking minds. <laughs> Everything's about money, son. Everything. Everything. Like, do you know how much you could make this? You could do this. You could, mm-hmm. hey, man, I just, I just want to do it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, like, I just, I just, yeah, I just like baking cupcakes. Yeah. I, don't, it, I, I ain't really just got the the desire to sell them. I just wanna. I just wanna bake cupcakes. I just wanna make these. Cupcakes. And that and that kind of that kind of ties to like where we are right now. Like everything gotta be monetized. Like everything, you know what I'm saying. And that fall that that falls up under that that, that idea of black excellence. If you're not, if you're not making money, you know, off of something that you're doing, then it is a waste of time to so to, to to people. And I'm just like, not even not even just making money. If you're not making a lot of money, it whatever. If you because if if man if like if I told people between DJ and the photographer, if I told people how much I made, people would be like, ain't no fucking way. Yeah. But niggas be comfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga ain't living in squalor. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I I I know what the floor feel like. I know what the air mattress feel like. I know what a couch feel like. Yep. I ain't I ain't in none of them places. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. Nah. So so like those things like and in what it ties down to is like people people not accepting that black capitalism won't save us. Yeah. That is something that like cuz if it was if it if it had the potential to save us it would have. Now, oh, it would have been like a that long, long time mean ago. That we shouldn't, you know what I'm saying, be, um, you know, collectively trying to increase our, our, you know, economic prowess. But then that we, but see, it goes back to, I feel like the base problem of so much of this shit is, um, black people are not a monolith. Like, bro, look. Maybe we're oligarchy. Like, look. When I don't know when people are gonna get it through their head that, bro, before anybody knows that, um, you know, person A 
is a, a gay man or that person A is a doctor or that person A graduated, you know, summa cum laude, laude you know, from, you know, Harvard undergrad before they know that, you know, he's, he's married to a judge, before they know that whatever, before they know anything about this man, he's black. Yeah, for sure, for sure. If, if somebody called the police on him, if somebody is telling a story about something some random, you know, stranger did, the first thing they're going to say is black yeah. male. Or, man, this black guy's told this really funny joke mm-hmm. that I just so happened to hear. Blah, 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 blah. Like, first and foremost, people will identify you through your, like, like hey, this person is black. So... All of these subgroups that, that that we break ourselves down into that also create, you know, um, little sub pockets of what is black excellence, mm-hmm. right? For sure. Like uh, until you you realize that that's gonna be your number one thing that you're gonna have to, you know, saying stand ten toes within and and fight for then all of the other shit just becomes, you know, more shit for society to just gun you down because of, yep. you know what I'm saying? And so. And that's what kind of like, as I, when I talk about like black capitalism, capitalism on savers, like I, this conversation made me look at like oligarchies, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And like how, like it'll be, it'll start off like five companies run a whole industry, right? Mm-hmm. And I think about that all the time. And I think about like how, how like, all right, cool, we not a monolith. But let's take all of the black folks who make cupcakes. How about we we make, rather than us being individual, like, oh, my cupcake brand is better. And I'm black excellence and I cover, you know what I'm saying? I do seven figures a year with my cupcakes and yada, yada, yada. Instead of that, like, why not just like, hey, what we're going to do is we're going to create a cupcake company. Hey, uh, y'all sell cupcakes in, in L.A.? Bet y'all all get your own store. We all under one umbrella. We change. Like, Crumble changes. Uh, They change the, the cookies that they offer every week. Every Sunday, they come out with a brand new menu. Mm-hmm. You can easily do that if you if you get all of the people who make cupcakes. All that creativity. All that creativity. Like, you could easily, hey, man, bet. Skill set. All right, cool. We tasted that bit. I'm I'm shooting a recipe out to everybody. Everybody make these cupcakes. It's it's scalable. It's scalable. You know what I'm saying? And, and which is, I say priority number one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and, and that really be that's the crazy part about it too. Is like nobody really just trying to scale. Yeah. And I feel like man, every time I'm a I'm a big watcher of Shark Tank. And the first thing they ask is, all right, cool, Um, what are your projections? All right, cool, you're not ready to scale, so I ain't ready to invest. Mm -hmm. And everybody's just like, yeah, you know, I got this, I'm an entrepreneur, I have this business, and I make this amount of money. All right, bet. So you make seven figures, but you're not in the process of scaling. Like you got one store, you don't want two. It's just like, yeah, nigga, you make you make seven figures, but you look like 
death walking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know it's, it's just you and you and you busting ass and you doing your thing and like, man, like, yes, you should be you should be celebrated because you, you bust your ass and you started a business. Yeah. But as far as like black excellence goes, like I don't consider you, consider you black excellence till you hire somebody anyway. Facts. <sighs> Unless you could put like if you could put other people on. if you could put other people in place if you could if you could teach if you can if you can do those things those are the things that are excellent to me yep those are the things that i i hold to high regard right because just making some money I like mean, yeah it's easy it's easy for you to i'm not okay i'm not saying it's easy to you know make millions of dollars what i'm saying it's it's easy for you to do it for yourself for yourself I made a million. <laughs> Go get yours, nigga. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like what that boy, that boy Jay Z say, man. You know, Lior made millions. They made millions. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's 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 the ball shit for real. And that's black excellence. That you know, I I don't know, man. I just think I don't know. Like, what are what are your final thoughts on it? Just, I mean, just my final thoughts is like, man, we have to figure we have to figure out another way to celebrate ourselves. And um man, and it's funny that you mentioned the HBCU thing. Cause everybody, they are like, that has been a big thing on Twitter as of late. Like, you sound like you went to a PWI. Yeah. And it's just like, fam, we not finna do that. Right. <laughs> we not finna do that. Y'all, y'all just start popping it. You know what I'm saying? We not like we not finna do that for one. Like, unless you came from a parent who came from an HBCU. Factual. Yep. That all right, cool. You went to HBCU. But nine times out of ten, you came from a parent who was just like, hey, I, I know, I know these folks giving degrees, and I know them degrees is a t-. man, one of the biggest things my pops wanted me to do. He was like, Man, you should become an Aggie. Oh god. You man, you gotta get man, just man, get your grades up. Let's go to AM. Man, the A&M network is crazy. Yeah. You walk in with that A&M ring on your finger and mm-hmm. the world just going to open up for you. Like, hey, Pop, you, you, you forgot I'm a nigga? You, real talk. <laughs> it's it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be about 2,500 of us on campus. Man, that's it. And, 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 and only, only 1,200 of us fuck with each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah you, talk, you talk about 1,200 that fuck with each other out of a, a, a campus of, you know, sixty thousand. That's twelve hundred. That's the whole the, the whole divine nine on campus. That twelve hundred, the whole thing. <laughs> and everybody else that ain't in the divine nine that's black are outliers. And you know what I'm saying? Considered to be weirdos. Real shit though. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? But like, but those are the things that with those those are the things that were taught to the generation previous, and those are the things that pa- were passed down to us. And the fact that millennials should be like, bro, that shit don't sound right. Yeah, we were. <clears throat> Man, and then it don't sound right, but also I, I want the I want the generation behind us to understand, like, yes, we are pushing back on some things, right? But it's going to take some difficulty, yeah, in order to get to where we need to be. Like, I know y'all want a bully free world, but this <laughs> is also find out. This is also where we find out who's ready and who not. Yeah. For you know sure. what I'm saying? Like, and, and it's just, it's a fine line. And I don't want to just be like, man, everything should be carefree and this should be a, you know what I'm saying? Euphoria. Like, nah. nah you know what I'm saying? Nah, like, it's definitely not a, not a thing. But it's just like, man, we can't, 
Uh, my my final thought is is um, we cannot if if we are trying to run a, a race with somebody who has already shot us in both of our our hamstrings. What sense does it make for us to shoot ourselves in a foot? Yeah. Like we are literally defeating ourselves through the the, the pressures and the the bad con like the bad concepts of what excellence is by you know continuing to define ourselves through this this black excellence trope for sure for sure because if if we if we want to rest in the in the idea that we are mono, not a monolith. What that also means is is that collectively we don't necessarily have a operational definition for what black excellence is. Thus, black excellence just becomes something that we are able to weaponize against one another. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yep, you know, for sure. That, there, there's that on that. <laughs> um, you know, I know... So, uh, I and here's the thing: I don't even know if 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 y'all motherfuckers have ever even thought of this. Uh, <laughs> but if you haven't, you've definitely listened to two young niggas just kind of work through. Yeah, real talk. Um, you know, I, I honestly, I really want to hear from y'all. Real talk. Um, you know, if you ain't already, uh, following us on on all of these different social media platforms, you sleep. You so, sleep. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yep. Yeah, so uh um, man, thank y'all for listening. Uh you know what I'm saying? Come on back, come on home. Yeah, come on home. You we know what I'm we will be doing this. Uh, on Instagram is at underscore the build eight. Mm-hmm. Um on Facebook is just the build. Yep. Um uh same thing on on uh, well, uh, on YouTube is what's up builders. Mm-hmm. Now you can go ahead and go over there, follow that channel on YouTube. Uh, I'm not not follow subscribe. Yep. Uh, on YouTube, like and subscribe yeah. and comment for and sure. share for sure for sure man. Follow my brother on Instagram ox whisperer. Um, also follow this nigga on from my ox to yours. Uh, 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 on on Instagram. Is it underscore portraits of friends underscore? Yeah, underscore portraits of friends underscore. You know what I'm saying? Um, CJ dot the exec on Instagram. Chris Hunter on uh, Facebook. Uh, CJ dot the exec on TikTok. Facts. Um, you got a wellness corner page yet? You said what? A wellness corner page? Uh Oh, on YouTube. Okay, yeah. The Wellness Corner YouTube channel. Uh, when you when you spell corner, it ain't er, right? It's uh, cause you know <laughs> I'm still a Negro, right? I'm so still a Negro. The Wellness Corner C O R N A apostrophe, and um, yeah, um, this has been another rendition. Of the Bill Podcast. We appreciate y'all. Yes, we do. Uh, and we out this hope. Big bet. <laughs> <laughs>